Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms at the Round the League podcast and on YouTube at B-Man Films. So let's go ahead and get into it, starting off with the NBA playoffs. First off, I do want to acknowledge that I'm in a different setup here. Um, the mic might sound a little bit differently because it's uh, very differently because it's very echoey in here and different camera. Uh, I am currently in the vacation studio. Um, so just recording this uh, Sunday night, starting off with the NBA playoffs. Currently, we are. Um, I am recording this during Game Four of the Clippers Mavericks series. Dallas currently leads two to one, but uh, with the first quarter winding down, eight minutes left, the Clippers lead forty to twenty-seven. So looking like the Clippers could possibly pull that one out, um, get a much-needed win to tie up the series in Game Four. In um, Game Four of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, versus the Celtics series, the Nets just won 141 to 126. Two very good teams um, in Brooklyn and Boston, um, and Brooklyn's currently leading three to one. Brooklyn is currently kind of the super team with KD and Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Um, so look for them to definitely be a uh, title contender. Aside from that, the Suns um, also won uh, the game four of their series versus the Lakers. Um, by 8, 192, and the series is tied 2-2. Two to two. In Game 4, Atlanta is dominating the Knicks 113-196. Um, to one, to 96. The Hawks get the win, and Atlanta leads 3-1. to one. And it looks like Stephen A. Smith's Knicks will be exiting in the first round if all goes to plans, and Atlanta doesn't pull another Atlanta. In Game 3 of the Jazz Grizzlies series, Utah leads 2-1. to one. Um, in Game 3, the Jazz got the win 121-111. to 111. The Jazz, of course, started out the season extremely strong. They had like 11 wins to like 25-26, or it was like 7 wins to 26 losses. They were extremely hot and title contenders at the beginning of the season and currently leading their series. In the 76ers-Wizards series, the 76ers, another um, title contending team, are looking for the clean sweep as the 76ers are up in that series three to nothing and they just won the game and they just won their last game uh, 132 to 103. In game four of the Nuggets Trailblazers series, um, the series is tied after the Trailblazers get the win 115 to 95. In the Milwaukee Bucks versus the um, Miami Heat series, the Bucks complete the sweep and win 120-103 to yesterday to close out the first series, and they are the first team to advance. And of course, these are best-of-seven series um, for the NBA playoffs. And another injury for the Lakers, for the Lakers, Anthony Davis, um, who joined their season who joined the team a couple years ago to help them bring him to a title last year. And he goes down with, it seems, um, an uncountable number of injuries this year. Um, and it's just uh, unfortunate that um, the Lakers um, are, they're a really good team. They've got a lot of really good players. But unfortunately, Anthony Davis, who really helps anchor down this team with um, LeBron James, keeps going down with these injuries. And I hope um, that he will get better. But he went down um, grabbing the uh, his left thigh. Um, I believe, and it sounded like he possibly sprained his knee, but it could have been 
um, worse than that. And, and another thing that I keep hearing about, um, which is interesting, that um, there are a lot of NBA fans that are like egging on players, which is interesting. I heard of multiple times like um, of fans getting banned from arenas. Like um, I think Knicks fans were spitting on Trey Young, which was really weird. I saw a video of fans trying to dunk um, popcorn, uh, dump popcorn on Russell Westbrook, which I will say, if you're going to mess with any of these NBA players, don't do it to Russell Westbrook. He plays with a lot of passion, and um, he's so much fun to watch. Great basketball player, um, but he plays with a lot of passion, and he will re- he will really get amped up over these fans that like to uh, taunt him or um, like dumb popcorn on him there and a couple other player or a couple other fans that kept getting in trouble um that were getting in trouble and getting kicked out of arenas so it's really interesting i wonder if that has anything to do with um the pandemic and fans not being around people and i get i don't know if it is crazy this is a crazy um like random thing but like if it has anything to do with like people just being able to say what they want like at home or on social media and not having to actually face people and face actual repercussions when they're out in like an NBA stadium but anyway moving on to the NHL playoffs um the first round has just about wrapped up as the Canadians actually forced a game seven with their series tied 3-3 uh with the Maple Leafs winning an overtime two to three and uh, they actually were down um, three to one, and they were able to come back with a four-three and a three-two win. Um, and they will play tomorrow night to close out the first round. Aside from that, the Golden Knights um, win their series four to three, getting a six-to-two win over the Golden Knights over the Wild. The uh, Carolina Hurricanes knock out the Predators four to three in an overtime loss. Um, the Lightning knock out the. Panthers four to two, and the defending Stanley Cup champions get the win four to nothing. The Islanders knock out the Penguins five to three, um, and the Islanders win the series four to two. The Winnipeg Jets get the sweep over the Oilers, and they win their game four to three. Boston beats the Capitals three to one, and their series overall was a four to one. And the first team, I think I talked about them last week, was the Colorado Avalanche, who ended up sweeping the Blues in their final win, 5-2. to two. Aside from that, in the second round, Game 1 of the Islanders-Bruins series has taken place, and the Bruins get the win 2-5. Two, two to five. Um, And the first game of the Lightning-Hurricanes uh, series, and the Lightning get the win 2-1. to one. And the Golden Knights... Um, are currently playing. Uh, they just at the um, middle of period three, and the Golden Knights are already down at one to six to one um, against the Avalanche. I think the Avalanche will end up pulling out that series. The Golden Knights have been this close to winning to winning um, the champ, the Stanley Cup for the last couple years, and um, they're a really young team, a new expansion team. But I think the Avalanche are just too good, and they. Um, won't be able to stop them. And those are the only uh, series that have been set thus far. And it's shaping up to be another really great Stanley Cup playoffs. And um, aside from that, now moving into the MLB, I wanted to talk about one uh, play in particular. Um, this was just, I don't even know what to say. Um, Javi Baez doing what Javi Baez does best, the shortstop for the Chicago Cubs. Um, so it, it was an interesting play. Um, part of it was Javi Baez being smart and Another part of it was um, the Pirates making extremely questionable decisions. Um, so first off, he drills this ball right to the third baseman. Um, Wilson Contreras, the catcher, is on second, who, another what-are-you-doing moment, they let the catcher steal 
Um, I think there there was something going on, like like they didn't cover the base, so the catcher wasn't able to make the throw down or something. Um, but aside from that, Contreras is on second, so he's so he's rounding the base, of course, in case anything happens, like a throwaway, um, because they've they've got two outs. So um, they it is kind of a throwaway. He stops it in front of the bag, so he's drawn off the bag, and Javi Baez uh, making a real pretty smart play. He um, gets himself into a rundown by running back by running back towards home, and the first baseman could have just gotten out of the inning by stepping on uh, the bag, and it would be over, and even if Contreras scored first, it it would not be a run because Baez got out at first, Um, but he continues to run, and uh, Baez isn't running very fast. He's kind of like running a little bit and stopping, and they're chasing very slowly. This allows Contreras to run in, slide in, and then um, the uh, first baseman throws the ball um, over Baez's head to the um, catcher who can't make the play. Then Baez, first off, he has to call him safe, right? Um, he has to put out his arms. Then he runs to first, slides in. Nobody's there. Um, and so that ball goes into the outfield. Then he rounds over to second, and they missed that throw, um, but it was fielded by the third baseman. So a, um, a tough play there for the Pirates as they are dead last in the NL Central right now. Um, but aside from that, I did want to go over the standings. The Rays, who made the World Series last year, um, having another great season at 34-20. and 20. In the AL East, in the AL Central, um, the Chicago White Sox are leading uh, their 32-20. Uh, in the West, the Athletics are leading 31-24. to 24. And then in the National League, the Mets are leading 25-20. to 20. In the Central... Um, the Cardinals are leading 30 to 23, um, but uh, the Cubs, who I just talked about, are actually on a hot stretch in um, in May as a who they just ended a six-game win streak um, with a loss to the Reds, um, but they are half a game behind. And then the Padres um, and the, in the NL West are leading 34 to 20, and that's a really a really exciting division with the Dodgers, of course, there, but they are actually. Um, and there are actually two games behind the Giants, who are at 33 and 20. Um, so the NL West is definitely the um, definitely the division to watch. Aside from that, trade talks for Julio Jones are warming up. Trade talks for Julio Jones are warming up. He was drafted initially um, out of Alabama in the first round, and the Falcons traded up to get him. He helped lead him to a Super Bowl, which they blew. And um, in 2016, then, uh, and he's just been a superstar, um, debatably the best wide receiver in the NFL for as long as you can remember, made many Pro Bowls, um, but they are looking to trade him um, as they just signed him, as they signed him to uh, an extension, I forget, a while ago to like six years, I don't know if that's running out, I think I think that might be running out, but the Falcons are looking to move on as they just picked up, as they've got young Calvin Ridley, who's been a rock star for them, and they also just picked up Kyle Pitts, um, so they've got some solid receivers, and they're looking to trade him. Uh, one of the leading teams is Bill Belichick in um, and the New England Patriots. Um, I heard about Lamar possibly getting him um, in Baltimore. Another top team is the Titans. Uh, let's see if he could go play with A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and Ryan Tannehill. I heard uh, Chase Claypool has said that he'd love to see Julio. And he is really, he's uh, this, this shows how much of a once-in-a-lifetime um, 
once in a lifetime talent he is like all these um top players in the league are making pitches like Julio we need you to come here we want you to come to LA or we want you to come to Pittsburgh or we want to, you to come to Tennessee or I even heard that he could possibly go to a uh, play with Russell Wilson in Seattle that would be so much fun and my favorite the place that I really want him to go of course he's like my favorite player in the NFL um I grew up watching him at Alabama he was like when I really first started watching football and he was just the guy um around like that 2009 to 2010 um he won a national championship there um but I would love to see him go to Arizona Arizona there's no way that they are going to get out of this um their this team that they have now without winning a Super Bowl and I think Julio at this point is probably looking to win a Super Bowl um to make him uh, to win a Super Bowl he's virtually a lock for the Hall of Fame at this point um and he he could go to Arizona, play with Kyler Murray, um, and AJ Green, and um, and DeAndre Hopkins with um, a defense with a lot of stars, including JJ Watt, who they just signed. So, I'd be extremely surprised. Um, well, I'd be extremely surprised if he did go there, but I'd be extremely surprised if this if that Arizona team did not win a Super Bowl. Um, in the next couple years, uh, but aside from that, that's about it for the NH NFL as uh, they're really slowing down. Minicamp and OTAs are coming, are starting up now, um, so you're getting to see some practice and seeing how players are doing, um, and some position battles that could happen, um, but aside from that, um, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Around the League podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Around the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.